Support for the PWT cast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off, a whole-ass 20% off, and free worldwide shipping uh, with the code PWTCAST at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, it's about 14 million balls. All right? So uh, if you have balls, head on over to Manscaped and use promo code PWTCAST for 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Uh, And now, on to the show. The following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, he is your host of the PWT cast, Scrump! Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 218 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrump. My name is Drew. And this is the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees. We're bringing this podcast right here on this feed for free every Monday. If you already aren't, make sure you're following us over on social media. We're at PWTCast on Instagram and Twitter, as well as patreon.com forward slash PWTCast. Um, this week, myself and uh, Vivian Urbina are going to be talking um, 51st Dates. Adam Sandler, uh, Drew Barrymore reunite. Yeah, I think this was the first time they reunited after um, Wedding Singer because they, they went and did another, like one of those like Netflix Adam Sandler movies, which... Yeah, right wasn't the worst like i remember yeah, it was like like when they went to africa right yeah it's like something where it's like yeah. they're both like single parents yeah. um it's pretty it's, it's a pretty good movie though uh this one even better and you'll hear all about it with uh, again myself and and vivian uh over at the patreon however if if you know if you're not a member of the patreon yeah feel free to sign up again a lot of fun stuff and honestly in the next two weeks the amount of content for patreon that i'm recording for uh, you know, for now and for future episodes, it is, listen, not to toot my own horn, but toot, toot. <laughs> it's going to be uh, a lot of, a lot of fun. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you, if you're just like, Hey, I, you know, I, I can't do Patreon. No worries. If you want to hear some more of me and this guy, tune in Wednesday for our Valentine's day episode of Scrump and Drew's music box. We're going to be talking, uh, some, some songs of love, some love songs, um, or Valentine's Day playlist, if you may. Uh, and we'll be talking Beyonce, Kanye West, Manu Chow, Kiss, Penny in the Quarters, Childish Gambino, Otis Redding, and Jimmy Eat World. Uh, very stacked episode. Now that I'm reading that lineup out loud, I'm like, ooh, this is a yeah. pretty. And if you, you know, if you're not in the mood for that, just skip it and wait till the following week. Yeah, you know, yeah, because <laughs> the following week is going to be our, uh, our, our breakup, uh, playlist. So, yeah, go ahead and tune in for that, you know, as far as uh, the music box goes. And, uh, yeah, I think I think that's about it. Uh, Drew, happy Superb Owl. This is Superb Owl 3. Yeah. Yeah. Did one with my girlfriend, now I'm doing one with my boyfriend. That's right. Yeah. Um, I'm going, going for back-to-back rings. Yeah. Uh, so, obviously, we are recording this prior to the Super Bowl. So, either pentagon juniors team or taylor swift's team one that is how i distinguish the two i i <laughs> don't know much of anything of either so yeah yeah i don't know who's who's the favorite who's the favorite to win i don't even know you don't know you're no. you're not you're not doing well you, you're not doing anything for the super bowl are you 
no, I'm I probably will take advantage of the grocery store at that time. Yep, no one will be there. Um, <laughs> a fucking free roam. I just walk around that thing in my underwear. You know, I'll be fine. It's gonna be like the opening scene of uh, Twenty Eight Days Later. <laughs> exactly. Hello, <laughs> uh, dude. It's it's funny because literally same with me. Like, um, that like essentially that was just new. That's why I think it was like even earlier in the week where I was just when I was trying to figure out like when we would record. That was when I was just like, "Hey, do you have anything going on?" And and when you said no, I was like, "Oh, cool, perfectly." Because, yeah. um, yeah, like I don't ever do it. Like there was like two or three Super Bowl parties that got invited to, and I was just like, "No, thank you." <laughs> you know, it's just like it's not. I don't know. It's just not my thing. Um, you know, again, I don't. I I could not tell you any players on any of the name. Again, I know Taylor Swift has a boyfriend that's playing on the team. Gun to my head, could not tell you his name. Chad Michael Murray, maybe. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just not my thing. So I'm just, you know, it's like it's, the Super Bowl, you know, for it's kind of like the WrestleMania football, you yes. know? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, and I don't really give a fuck about that either, you know? So it's just like, ah, eh, it's okay. But... No, yeah, like that. After we're done recording this, that is fully my plan to to hit up the grocery store. As I, I didn't really get to much. I didn't get to do much yesterday, uh, by virtue of I, I took a mini road trip. Speaking of football, I went to the home of the ori- the the original home of uh, the the Chicago Bears, Decatur, Decatur, Illinois. Ooh. I think they used to be like the Decatur Stanleys or some shit like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I uh, for you know, for for any of you guys that, that follow me, you guys might have already seen it. Um, I get tattooed. You know, yes, you did. Yeah, so you're a f- you're official, sad cowboy. Yeah, I. Uh, so my buddy Data, who who he's been on here before in the past, you know, he uh, he did my Eddie Guerrero boots. He's he's done some tattoos on on Brody. He does a bunch of designs for for Danhausen. Uh, he did some cool shirt designs for for Julia Hart. Like he's he's a very good. He's he designed the logo, <laughs> you know, yeah. the the new logo and stuff like that. Um, very fucking talented dude. You know, I went and visited he, he and his wife, uh, and now they're now baby. You know, I think I was one of the first people they told us that she was pregnant. Um, little Lyle didn't get to see him unfortunately because he's a baby and babies should not be in tattoo shops. <laughs> uh, but yeah, unless you're a cool baby, but. Um, yeah, they moved back from Just Seattle. Fucking, what was the the baby's name on? Uh, uh, I think you should leave. Fucking Harley or Harley whatever. Jarvis. Yeah, Harley. Fuck Jarvis. you, Harley Jarvis. <laughs> oh God, no! My tattoo—it's leaking now. No, oh, yeah, that's fine. I will clean. I will bandage this up some more. I have a. I mean, I'm gonna need a third layer of fucking bandaging on this fucking thing. Cause holy shit! Yeah, this thing is. It is leaking right now, um, but yeah, I, I went and got tattooed. So there's there's a lot of tattoos that I have uh, planned that I've been wanting to get, but uh, you know, just time permitted. We haven't had the time to fucking actually go get them. And uh, I had this weekend free, so I drove down there. He and I mapped out some some stuff that that I want to get that I'm gonna get. But while I was down there, <laughs> I wasn't gonna not get tattooed. Yeah. And uh, a few weeks back, it was on the the episode, I think that we recorded with Steve Feast, where you guys said something about like, 
oh, now that you're 30, you're going to enter your, your sad cowboy era. Yeah. And I was like, fucking, who the fuck do these old fuckers know about me? A lot, actually, <laughs> because they were very, in fact, right. And uh, yeah, you know, when I got down there, we were just trying to figure out what to get. I was like, hey, listen, these are some of the things that, like, some, these are some of the things I want. Whatever is the most fun for you, that whichever one of these that you want to do today, we'll do it. Like, you know, and uh, yeah, I wound up getting this uh, this sad cowboy tattoo and I, I fucking love it. Like, it's one of those, I love his style, which is why I was just like, oh, you're just going to tattoo me. Yeah. <laughs> until, you know, until I run out of space and then we'll find <laughs> some more space. We'll just go over the stuff I already have. But yeah, yeah I I love it. I love my little cowboy. Yeah, man. It's a little empty-headed fuck that you got on your arm. Dumb, empty-headed, f- <laughs> dumb fuck. Uh, but yeah, but by virtue of that, I drove down the, the three hours to Decatur, you know, and dude, I had fucking, it was a week as far as this fucking car. Like, not even, I didn't have any car problems going there, but it was just, so, because I knew it was a three-hour drive, I was like, all right, yeah. let's let's say three o'clock. Our appointment will be at three just to give me time in case there's any traffic or anything. And I was like, I'll leave the house at like 11. And I wound up like, oh, you know what? It's like 1030. I'm good. I'll just leave now. I locked myself out of my apartment, which normally I have extra keys. They're not where I fucking left them. So either someone took them or I misplaced them. So after this, I'm going to go buy a fucking new like you know new doorknob yeah. uh so i yeah and ca- i mean i'm i don't think anyone here is secretly breaking into my apartment but don't know where those keys are so just to be you safe never know. never know yeah um but yeah i locked myself out and i don't have a traditional <laughs> apartment per se <laughs> so it was a lot of it took me about an hour to figure out how to break into my apartment um and once I did it, like by the time I got on the road, it was like noon, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" But again, got there. You know, I was able to take care of everything and stuff like that. I got tattooed, so I just I spent the whole day traveling. Essentially, is what yeah. it was. It was three three hours there, three hours back. Um, not much going on in Decatur. <laughs> you know, it's very much one of these Midwest fucking just yeah chill ass towns. It actually, funny enough, reminded me of fucking Bradner. <laughs> it's so weird that you fucking know Bradner. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, for the weekend yeah. that I was, th- not even that, yeah. for the two days I was there. Yeah. 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 It's, it's fucking what? You know, it's, it's about 12, 12 streets all, all, all together. It's fucking, I love it. Yeah. It very much reminded me of just, yeah, like a small Midwest town. But dude, yeah. even earlier in the week, and I, I, I wrote it down here because we both had car problems. Yeah. Fucking Wednesday night. Wednesday, I finished recording with Jesse, I think. And I had to go get some shit. And as I'm pulling out, I hear like I hear a puncture. Yeah. And I'm like, huh. I see the low tire pressure. And I'm like, whatever. And I'm like driving out. I'm like driving to get on the expressway. And I see the low tire pressure thing. Come on. And I'm like, God damn it so i was like all right so i literally get uh, like with expressway here like you're literally able to just hop on and then hop right off and so i i do that and fucking uh 
I get off at the Target parking lot. I'm like checking the tire pressure. I'm like, all right, this back, the, the back left one clearly isn't filling up with air. So I just drive home and I'm like, I'll, I'll figure this out in the morning. Cause the next morning I had to go pick up Danhausen from the airport, you know? <laughs> so I was just like, all right, I need to, f- I, I wound up going to, to get it fucking patched up. But it was just like one of those things where like you forget just like how inconvenient, how, like how fucking, how much of a pain in the ass it is yeah. to just have any sort of car problem. Cause yeah. it was, it, it was not a fucking a, a, a thing in my mind, but you, I, I, apparently you also had some car troubles this week. Yeah, Tuesday. Um, and well, you know, ironically, it was the same day that uh, you know, friend of the show Rigo got back to work after paternity leave. Um, and actually, we were both leaving at the same time, and like, luckily, he was back because, like, when you leave our facility, it's it's a highway, right? So like, it's a split highway. So you kind of like, I, you know, I I come out, and it's kind of like there's like a turn. It's kind of a weird, like, it's kind of a hard hard to see thing and so i get out into the like the median so to speak Mm -hmm. you know i'm just making sure that it's clear and then as i'm waiting boom motherfucking rego hits me in the back of the fucking (laughs) jesus (laughs) his first fucking day back after paternity leave i was just like i literally just fucking laughed dude like i just like i um so and and so the best like what's crazy is we both like like we get he's like are you good and I was like yeah uh like I I had I would already kind of started rolling forward so it wasn't like full like mm-hmm. stopped impact but what it was was he was looking the other way he thought I had already fucking gassed it and I hadn't yet and then he just comes out <laughs> and I was like uh, I was like I was like it looks fine like. And like, cause I kind of, when I, when he, after he hit, I kind of like pulled up a little bit and park. I'm like, Oh, hold on a second. Let me just check. And I, you know, it's SUV. So I checked the like back hatch thing and, uh, I'm like, yeah, it o- seems to open and close. Like, I guess I'm good. Like it was weird. I was like, mate, no, no fucking damage. Well, cool. He cracked his headlight and shit. So then the next day he's like, Hey, uh, did you go anywhere last night? And I said, no, he goes, your car's not good. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, he's like, let's go out and look. So we go out and look. So the passenger side, like, because like initially I was just like looking from like this side, because that's where I th- and we thought that's where it hit. Mm-hmm. It was more on the other side and it fucking like dented in the like like under the taillight and shit like that and like pushed out some of my plastic sh- like guarding or whatever, like bumper. And uh, I was like, oh, fuck. So we got to go get an estimate of that. And we were both joking today. Like, it's like, he's like, yeah, my, he's like, his girl Rosa was like, man, like, when you got, when are you guys going to go, like, get the estimate and everything? And he's like, honestly, he's like, Drew and I are both the same way. Like, this shit might not even happen for, like, months from now. (laughs) So, like, yeah, I mean, like, the place we want to go, like, they only do estimates, like, eight to four and it's like Monday through Thursday, and it's just like, well, fuck, do I want to take a day off just for that? Like, there's nothing like it's not fucking up anything. Like, yeah, no, I I fucking hate that kind of shit yeah. where it's just like, it's gonna be easy when you guys mm-hmm. go. It's going to be fucking super quick and easy. Yeah, but it's just having to actually go do it that it's like, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it's so, so yeah, that was it was like the big fun fun thing this week of uh Jesus, he uh, 
<laughs> I and like what's crazy is because I I I saw him come out and I think that's why I just started rolling ahead anyway, just because I didn't want to get in like one of those spots where a lot of times people will pull up on the right side and then you can't see. So I was like, oh, let me move up a little bit. And as I was doing that, that's when he just fucking <laughs> like, oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> and I, I literally, I just, I just go like in my car. I was like, what the fuck? Like, that was my response to him hitting me. <laughs> Jeez, well, I mean, the least the guy could do is fucking take you with him to Disney next time. If he's going to be just yeah, I know. <laughs> framing into your car like that. Yeah. Um, well, thankfully, though, that was like all the fucking... You know, I mean, you're still able to drive the car, though, right? Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. Like, it, it's literally like fine. Like, it's just cosmetic. Yeah, just cosmetic, and um, it's nothing like yeah. And like, we're both like good as far as injuries go. Like, I mean, like I said, we neither one of us were also going. Like, he just had enough to get like to gas up and get into the middle lane, and that was about it. You should have just fucking screamed, uh, whiplash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> just start running down the road yeah he's like oh no what did i do to my my, my baby boy drew yeah yeah i mean i can't really, the, the the father of my godchildren you know <sighs> yeah no i was happy though that i was able to fix fucking my time stuff because like i mentioned I, I wound up thursday i wound up you know was, uh spending the day with danhausen that that was a lot of fun what do you call it i um yeah, I was like, I went and picked him up from the airport, which was super weird. As I was going to go pick him up, like, because I, I, I just parked in the parking lot and walked over to his terminal. But, like, there was three separate sets of people that weren't together. They were all wearing, the like, CM Punk, like, all the new CM Punk Roots of Fight, uh, like, and yeah. stuff that he has. to the Because like, I thought they were, like, t- all these people were together, but clearly just three fucking strangers, like, <laughs> walking. And I was like, oh, okay. But I wanted to be like, dude, Dana Allen's right over there. You know, but yeah, yeah no, again, it, it was fun. Like Dan Housen again, someone I, I, I've been fortunate enough to to become friends with through just pro wrestling tees through, through, you know, us working with him and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, we, you know, we picked them up from the airport. We went and got coffee. Like it was fun. It was like one of those things where even earlier that I was so caffeinated that day, dude, because earlier, <laughs> like I woke up that day early to go get my tire replaced and uh, are patched up and so like right afterwards i had a coffee just because i was like i i i know i'm gonna be running low on energy uh then he and i went to this like he there there was some place he knew of that he wanted to go so i was just like all right cool like let's fucking let's check this place out and i'm like uh i only ever order whatever like ex-girlfriends of mine would order from coffee shops I was like, and this one doesn't have anything that they've ordered. So I just looked at the menu was like, uh, I'll take that. It sounds good. And it was, I got gun to my head. I could not tell you what it was, uh-huh. but it was very good. And then, uh, we went ahead and had Nando's afterwards. Man loves himself some Nando's chicken. It's mm-hmm. very good. That peri peri sauce. But yeah, he, he came by the shop. And, uh, for those of you, you know, like the, the Jonathan Mayers, who are watching he did a, a live whatnot he was auctioning off a bunch of dan house and stuff uh and then afterwards he frank castro and i went to uh portillo's you know a in a a wonderful establishment here in chicago yeah you know and yeah again it, it, I, be, I believe we had some while we were there so you and i or no well maybe 
I think you and I, have, <laughs> you and I have only ever had elote in the kitchen, and uh, that's right. But I believe Waffle there House. was also, I believe, yeah, I believe there was also some portillos in the kitchen. Oh, there might have been. Yeah, portillos, you know, as a state, I know they they built some yeah. other places, but uh, you know, it's Chicago staple here. Um, yeah. And yeah, so again, it was just fun getting to hang out with him because you know. Uh, again by virtue of he's on tv i just don't really you know we don't really get to see him much like you know hopefully at the end of april uh maybe we'll see him for a specific weekend here in chicago (laughs) uh but we're still sort of waiting on that but no and then you know while he was down here he also popped up so he made an appearance at a freelance wrestling you know uh he's just you know he's, he's not wrestling on tv much so he's just getting out there doing some more indies and yeah, you know, freelance is, is home as far as he's concerned. So he popped up, did a shot there, and he's come. He, he's wrestling a friend of the show, Trevor Outlaw, next month um, at Emporium, which Emporium is a, it's a barcade here in Chicago, and they've done a few wrestling shows there. I have just not gone to any of them. Um, I think I'm gonna go to this one though, because again, I like the venue. It's just. Uh, I've just not made it, you know, honestly <laughs> there. And so, yeah, I want to see fucking Dan Housen Russell because, of course, he's he's back in the streets. Or now, is this uh, is this the Emporium with or without ginger ale? None of them have fucking ginger ale. Oh, none of them do. No, that's why I'm just like, don't fucking lie to me, Kate. <laughs> I know what fucking drinks this fucking place carries, and now I know the manager, so I'm gonna be like, hey, can you guys fucking carry? Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm like, hey, can you guys carry? Uh, like in ginger ale, please. Get a nice Verner's. You know, I don't think I've had Verner's. Oh, man. That's a Detroit staple. I mean, we have them here. Like, I know, like, I've yeah. seen them at grocery stores, but I just don't think I have had them. You know, what the one thing I did, like, uh, have you ever had RC Cola? Yes. So, for the longest run of this one, we were having this conversation the other day. I thought RC Cola was specifically like only if you ordered pizza. Anytime we'd order pizza, you get a fucking two liter or a liter of fucking RC Cola. <laughs> yeah, and, I, yeah. and I'd never seen it in a fucking grocery store, like, convenience like, store. Like, like it's it's paired like wine. It's yes. Like, <laughs> like the best soda for pizza <laughs> is RC Cola. It is. I, I I promise you it fucking is. A nice, a nice vintage RC. <laughs> Dude, yeah. And then I remember uh, when I was out in, in Indiana, there was one time where we went to the fucking gas station and i was shook like shook to my core that they fucking sold rc like i, I remember i bought like two or three of them like I, I, I also i also believe that in indiana that's all you can get like they don't even sell pepsi or coke in indiana it's just no, RC. they don't sell water <laughs> yeah. do you want diet or regular <laughs> yeah exactly yeah like the way they have like like at restaurants you know where like do you want still or sparkling with yeah. them it's like do you want diet or regular <laughs> yeah but no, nah, and so while I was driving out to uh, to Decatur, I fucking pulled over at one of those like random like rest stops, and they had a fucking RC. So I was so happy. I was like, oh fuck yeah, drink one of those. It was so good. Um, yeah. But fuck, how the fuck did we even get there? Does uh, it Portillos? Blah blah blah. Oh yeah, with yeah. Dan House. Yeah, no. So again, it was it was just it was it was nice seeing him. And then I know he was driving up to. Uh, I was offered a chance to drive him up to uh, Toy Ohio, uh, which was somewhere in Ohio, and I was like, no, because <laughs> I love <laughs> I love Danhausen. Just 
don't love him that much to drive 12 hours round trip. But yeah. yeah. What uh where in Ohio? Don't know. Uh I don't know. You guys Ben and Wes, they knew. They were or they were talking about it. I think they might have both or at least one of them was there. Oh. Oh, maybe it was AIW. I'm sure. Maybe. Uh, Again, I don't know. Ohio is uh I know Bradner. I know I know it wasn't in Bradner. <laughs> yeah. I know you weren't at one of the two waffle houses in Perrysburg. That is wild that there's that fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh no but the one thing so but the one thing that that i love about road trips is the fact that you just listen you know get into listen to like podcasts and music and stuff that yeah. you need to catch up to um and one of the things that i fucking finally got to listen to was a version of kanye west's album vultures that was supposed yeah. to have dropped in december and then in january and then February, and then finally it got dropped. There was there was a listening party here uh, at the United Center on Thursday, actually. That uh, same thing I got invited to, but I was like, nah. It's like it's, I was like, I'll just wait. Like, I don't, you know. It was one of those like, I don't know. I just didn't want to go to the United Center for a fucking concert. But also, you know, we we're doing all the Dan House and stuff. Um, and yeah, it's pretty good. Like, you know, again, like uh, of what. Because it's it's not all the songs like because there was there were listening parties and like the one song that I've been waiting for is like the the one where he samples fucking everybody, um, and it was funny too because there there was one song in particular where he uh, so he had sampled uh, War Pigs and fucking Ozzy was like oh I don't want to be associated with Kanye West he's a bad person uh it, first off fuck you Ozzy Osbourne there's count there's there's several interviews where you're like oh i idolize hitler you know you saw these things about <laughs> hitler no there's nothing where kanye west outright says you know he idolizes hitler you know yeah. despite whatever you may fucking think about him you know you on the other hand go fuck yourself ozzy osborne you and your fucking stupid wife dressing up like kanye and his wife and you're like oh, i want nothing to do with him yeah then, then don't dress up like him for halloween how about that <laughs> but uh, as a fuck you to him anyway, there was some song where the interpolation for the song is essentially the specific part of War Pigs. So he's technically sampling War Pigs without actually sampling it. But yeah. the, the one thing that I found the, the that I love the most on the album is that there's a Dogma reference. Oh. Yeah, as a matter of fact, um, you know, because I have the song on here, I, I guess I, I have us on here. Yeah, so there is... Um, Oh man, hold on. Sorry, I'm trying to pull up on the old iTunes. Yeah, because I remember. I'm really anxious to see what is the reference. <laughs> uh, so, sorry. You you'll hear it right now. It's uh, sorry. I'm trying to. Scrump has pulled up the yeah. share screen. So, all right. So you'll you'll hear right now. It's I believe it's like in in like right at the opening too. So let's see let's see if you recognize it. I fell in love with you. We fell in love with you. Guys, I guess just don't fall the fucking sky, you know. <laughs> yeah. And it's not even there yet because there's there's still another part where I was just like, when Rufus enters. Yeah. The idea of Kanye West watching fucking Dogma. Big titty bitches don't fall out of the sky, you know? Yeah, like the idea of... of, Oh, come on, where's 
it. What's it's that part? It's the big titty women don't fall out of the sky. I don't know exactly when. I don't want to play the whole song, but yeah, yeah, it's that part. And then another part where it's just yeah, you know, big beautiful women don't just you know fall out of the sky. Um, which I, again, it was just funny. Just the idea in my mind of him watching fucking Dogma and going like, I want this, you know, because <laughs> it's funny with him in particular. Like, there's like I saw some people trying to dunk question mark on him because they're like oh his new wife looks just like his old wife and kim kardashian it's like listen kanye bin told you he's been said it's a thousand years there's only one of me you know he wasn't lying when he said it you know but with him in particular it's like hey seemingly these big-breasted beautiful women do seem to just fall out of the sky for him you know yeah because like even there's like the the one chick from uh, uncut gems that he was like dating for a while kim kardashian i mean He's got a type. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I got to listen to that while I was, I was like, oh, okay, cool. You know, like, uh, it says Vultures part one. So I'm assuming there's a second part coming. Uh, again, I at least hope that's the case because, um, there's that fucking Backstreet Boys sample that he has. It's a fucking, you know, it's pretty good. His daughter too raps on this. And I gotta say like in the last few months, both he and, uh, he, you know, he's had his daughter rap, and uh, Drake had his son rap. Little Adonis, you're gonna have to step it up because Northwest, <laughs> she, she is killing it. Um, but hey, speaking of Nepo babies, you oh, know, I thought you were gonna say speaking of Drake. Uh, oh, Drake, oh, old, old Drake, <laughs> old Drake the Snake. Yeah, <laughs> old Drake the Snake Roberts. Yeah, <laughs> fucking God, <laughs> God bless that man. Yeah. You know? He he certainly did. Uh but what about Nepo babies? <laughs> yeah, speaking of, of famous Nepo babies, you had the the battle of the Nepo babies. Uh oh, yes. with there so there's there was this like press conference or some shit in Vegas. Again, I don't know. Like I mm-hmm. something for WWE. Like it's one of those it, like I think people thought it was just like a joke when I was like, yeah. Fucking, I'm only watching because of CM Punk, and if he's gone, I'm not watching. Was not a joke. Like, I don't, I do not get a <laughs> fuck about WWE now that fucking yeah. Punk is gone. Like, it's one of those, like, yeah, call me when he comes back. I don't care. I don't like any of these characters. I don't care for any of these people or storylines and nothing. Um, but, like, I, it was just, like, all over the place, really, where, you know, they went with fucking Cody giving up his thing to the rock and immediately backtrack. And instead they're like, no, no, no. Now the rock is also a bad guy. And the match is Cody versus Roman, you know, and all the fucking like WWE fucking, you know, like bootlickers are like, see, just let the story play out, bro. Just let the story play out. And it's like, no, <laughs> like, see, I, yeah, see, See this. This is actually what I envisioned last week, and I'm I'm not saying let. I wasn't saying let the story play out. My what I was saying last week was like, look, these guys can just fucking change direction whenever the fuck they want, and they clearly did because it was like, but not at WrestleMania, and not this, and then it was like, all right, at WrestleMania, I'm gonna do this. Um, but you know, in the end, who the fuck cares? We're gonna get it. Um. I honestly like I thought what I because I only watched I only from what I saw was just shit on Instagram. Um, I like the concept of this. Um, like it's obviously some 
some UFC influence. Like they always have their big pressers before big events and things like that. Uh, I think it, I think it adds a new wrinkle to things. Um, just get like, anytime there's like a new, um, like a new way to do storytelling. I, I think we can all benefit from. That's what I liked about like, you know, AEW, like taking, taking that from like the new Japan stuff and getting those, you know, after, you know, after we're after pressers. So I think, cause that's a good chance for people to, you know, <laughs> You know, it's, I guess it's good and bad, but mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, you know, it, it, it is like I, I think uh, anytime the, and, it, and it, not to be super fucking like just basic wrestling storytelling. There's a way that you can you can do this and call your shots and plant seeds for things. Um, that's why I always like it. Like it, it always kind of bummed me out that uh, what was that fucking like the after SmackDown show that like Brian and Renee hosted like. Talking smack? Talking smack, yeah. Like, dude, that was like low key the best WWE show, like for that year. Like, it was so good to like and you got to see these people like you're like, oh, Baron Corbin can cut a promo? It's just like they're just giving him garbage. <laughs> like, um, like he was really fun and like it, it's one of those ones where it's like I you know every time I see Baron where it's like a not scripted Baron I'm like mm-hmm. oh yeah he's he's pretty fun, but then you like get him on TV and it's just like well, I'm see, saying words I don't say. See that <laughs> that that's the thing with like it's and excuse me because it's going to be kind of like all over the place and stuff yeah. but it makes sense. So you say that about Baron Corbin you know and yeah. like right now like he's in NXT and people are like oh my god it's great. And it, it, to me, it's one of those things where it's just like, yeah, I think it's more so big fish, small pond syndrome, as opposed yeah. to like, oh, he's he's actually this great because WWE has now had fucking the performance center for over 10 years and they've made no stars. You can argue, you, I mean, you can't say like, oh, Roman Reigns or something like those guys are prior. Like if you want to say like train from the ground up. Yeah. Bianca Belair, yeah, maybe, but it's just like they just don't make stars. You know, a lot of the people that had come through there were people already trained on the independents. You know, your your Pox, your Sami Zayn, your your, your Kevin Owens, your Finn Balor's, your Seth Rollins, the, you know, fucking Moxley, like Roman Reigns, like people that were they'd already done this before. Mm-hmm. And like right now, you you know, like today it came out. Um, that Okada is headed to AEW, you know, likely headed to AEW. And it's just like, yeah, what, you know, but it's just like, yeah, there's 20 failed football players down there because that's what they care about. You know, it's like, they don't care about, they're not serious about actually training wrestlers. Yeah. Yeah. They're not, or they would, they would have fucking scooped up all these people, you know, like it's, it's one of those things where it's just like, you know, we've talked about it before. Like, what is the UFC notorious for? Like, fucking not paying their people. Like, they'll, you know, they want to, they don't, they'll make a star and then it's just like, ooh, sorry, Connor. We don't want to pay you anymore. Yeah. And, like, that's very much, you know, again, like, there used to be these old, like, you know, like, Jim Ross would always fucking, you know, when he was, like, head of talent relation, you know, it was just like, yeah, you know, uh, I, you know, in 18 months, fucking, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin's contract was up, so I made sure we locked him up. 
so you didn't have to worry about these problems. But like, you know, like right now, as far as I'm aware, you know, it's like Drew's contract is coming up. Finn Balor's contract is coming up. And it's, I mean, you'd figure with what they're doing with Drew that he's already sort of quietly resigned. But it's <laughs> still, it's just like, it's one of these things where it's just like, you can't say like Triple H is fucking Booker of the Year when like wow. he hasn't been able to scoop up Osprey, Okada, or or Mercedes Monet. And the story, it's all the same from 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 then when it comes out where it's like they could not reach a monetary deal. Yeah. You know, and it's like, well, it's that. It's like they don't want to pay these people like, you know, what they should be getting fucking paid, regardless of your personal feelings on an Osprey, Mercedes, or Okada. You know, listen, they might sign them and they might not do any fucking business for AEW the way they would if it was like on the the level like of a WWE. But at the same time, it's just like you as a business fails. If you are the 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 brand leader in your specific field and you you know and you're you're fucking signing these you know you can't sign any of these big name free agents yeah you know like it's just it's it's one of those things where like you know again and it's sort of that and then it brings you back to like oh why you like why is like a baron corbin so strong and fucking nxt it's like well, again, like he's been doing this now ten years, so just <laughs> by virtue of that, he is better than again all these fucking, you know, like all these people that have been doing this for two yeah. years. You know, like people are like, oh my god, like a a Braun Breaker and a Trick Williams are so good. It's like, I mean, at two years in, sure, yeah, they're good, but like they're not good. You know, like you put <laughs> right. them, you put them in, you put them on the main roster, and they're going to be exposed really fucking quick. You know, you put him in there, put him in there with someone like in our truth, you know, who again is like a fucking pros pro put him in with someone like that. And they're going to be exposed really fucking quick at like how underdeveloped, how poorly trained and just how much they don't know. And it's not to disparage those guys. It's not to say they can't be big names. I'm sure, you know, if given the proper, you know, training, they can be, but like, you know, it's just like a, a lot of those dudes get hot for a minute and then WWE just throws them up on the uh, on the main roster and then they sort of flop. And it's just like, well, yeah, this is what happens when, again, you give Shawn Michaels fucking 20 failed fucking football players <laughs> and they all blow out their fucking ACLs. And, you know, like, it's just like they don't they they don't make wrestlers down there. And again, not not to say fucking. AEW is just pumping out fucking superstars left and right, like a little bloated, yeah, but still, like again, if 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 you're supposed to be the brand leader and you're bringing in The Rock, who again, also, like we mentioned last week, like let's fucking let let's stop pretending that you know fucking The Rock is some giant get at fucking fifty three years old. <laughs> He, you know, it's not fucking, it's not him helping WWE. It's the other way. You know, <laughs> the guy was a falling star for a while. Like, let's, like, let's not just fucking, don't let the WWE brain get I, you of, you know, he's doing I, us the favor. I just saw a thing that said, uh, um, somebody was, it, you know, it was, uh, TikTok or whatever talking about this. And they're like, like, and this might be the, the greatest tweet I've ever seen. And it was, is this because we didn't go watch Black Adam? <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> like like if we just would have went and watched Black Adam, like this would have like we wouldn't have had this stupid booking thing. Yeah. I mean that's that's what it was. If he didn't get himself fucking booted from the fast franchise, if yeah. he didn't fucking fuck, you know, Black Adam over, like a lot of things, you know, if his movies would have made money, he wouldn't have been back. And it's just like WWE is best at capitalizing on people when it's too late. You know, they got Ronda Rousey, what, two years after her fucking, you know, UFC run when, when you know, when she wasn't like the hottest anymore. And yeah. it's doing the same thing with The Rock. They brought him in when, you know, when he was in the Fast movie. And that was great. That was that that was legitimately like, oh, shit, this is when he's on fire. And then yeah. he fucking tore every single thing in his body wrestling the one match like five minutes in. And it was just like, yeah, he can't really be doing this anymore. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Again, yeah, it's just like now they're officially going with with Roman and The Rock. And it's just like, cool, man. Let's just fucking, let's get that belt off fucking Roman already. Like, yeah. do whatever fucking jerk off session for fucking your you know the, the love of 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 this bloodline storyline which you know to some people are like oh it's great i'm like it's the fucking worst fuck oh my god it's long drawn out over dramatic like uh like listen you know you finally had the long stand down between the fucking uso brothers at the rumble nobody gave a fuck no one gives a fuck about the fucking bloodline anymore but like we're all still pretending that like it's the hottest thing. And again, I'm sure some people do enjoy it. I know you, you've you been a fan of it, but it's just like. Oh, yeah. I mean, I definitely was, but I don't. I To me, the bloodline isn't a storyline anymore. Like, it's just not. Um, they're, they're, they're there, but it's not like they're not a, a story. Judgment Day has a better storyline. I mean, they're kind of doing the same shit, but yeah. like, um, like, you know, all like. To me, like there's just there's way better stories being told right now in in that company. So, uh, speaking of stories that are being told, you know, yeah. you had this last week on Dynamite, Sting and Darby. You know, they won the tag team titles. Yeah. And so, and you know, I mean, and listen, this Revolution card, I'm, I'm kind of bummed I'm not going, but it's you know, it's it's it looks like it's going to be so far. You know, you have the now announced triple threat match. I'm calling it now on your left, you know, Swerve Strickland fucking, yeah. you know, this man's walking out with the belt. Um, Watch now. They're like fucking nope. Just kidding. It's fucking Joe retaining or some shit like that. Um, Yeah. You have the triple threat for the title, which awesome. Fucking hangman's out there. Hangman's out there looking like Silas Young, which I love because I love Silas Young. You know, yeah. I was such a great gimmick. The last real man in professional <laughs> wrestling. Always love that. Uh, yeah, you have that. You have fucking Diana versus Tony, which is going to be fucking awesome. You know, it looks like now like Sting and the Sting and Darby versus fucking. We just got an HBO subscription, so we now started watching Succession. Fucking <laughs> the Young Bucks, uh, Orange Cassidy versus Roderick Strong. But also, they just announced uh, Eddie Kingston versus Brian Danielson for the Triple Crown, and like. The card again. That card is shaping up to be pretty fucking good. Like, you know, you you also had Osprey say he was going to be back at Revolution. Like he's you know as of as of you know today he's he's officially done with New Japan. Yeah. Like, dude, fucking throw him versus you know him versus Mox or him versus Claude. Just someone to come. Him versus 
Pac, I don't fucking care who, but it's just like have him come in and start wrecking shit, you know? Osprey and Pac would be so fucking good. Yeah. Just go out there. And then the whole fucking, oh, there needs to be a story. Like, uh, fuck, no. <laughs> Not at all. Hey, yeah. these these two fucking British dudes are going to wrestle. Cool? Yeah. All right. Yeah. You know. Um, fuck, there was something that I was going to get to. Oh, but so, and, and talking about Sting is funny because like, when the fucking, you know, when Sting, like, it, as is the internet, you know, I, there's a question I want to ask you. Who Who is the better wrestler? Sting or The Undertaker? I mean, Sting would be the better wrestler. Yeah. Like, that's the one thing where it's just like, because someone put, like, again, some, like, anti-AEW account was just like, wow, like, fucking Sting, like, I don't know, just kind of, like, poo-pooing on that. And they're like, uh, and then someone was kind of just like, something along the lines of like yeah like i bet you guys think fucking he's like the better wrestler and people were like yes he is the better wrestler and there's like a whole debate where people are just like no and it's like listen i like look i love undertaker but sting is definitely the better wrestler there might have been like to me maybe and i think in those years where like the maybe like the 2005 to 2000 2010ish undertaker mm-hmm. uh, like he was he had some fucking great matches and uh you know at that time sting i don't wasn't with tna like you know um but no i think i mean by far especially you go that night as much as i like even love that character back then like and some of it might be fucking mark calloway's fault some of it's not but that was just like his like no no you just walk slowly around the ring like that's that's what he was instructed to do do you know like you're you're a zombie like that's that's what you're going to do and until real well and then like until like fucking you know the, that Mick Foley feud was really good um like he has high points yeah but, um but to me like Sting has always been fucking consistent um I and to me like that's one thing where I remember like for years like like law post whoever you like you want to call like they were always talking about like sting in the in the, like every year the for the observer hall of fame and they're like yeah i don't think sting should be like what do you mean you don't think sting should be a fucking hall of famer like this guy is like everybody fucking knows sting like back when i didn't, didn't even know anything about wcw i knew that the fucking sting was there like mm-hmm. like i didn't like i knew i knew sting and i didn't know like i was just like like I knew Sting, but I didn't know who the fuck Ric Flair was. You know, when I when I was a kid, like early '90s, I was like, "Oh, I definitely know Sting." Like, I knew him as what was the knockoff warrior, but like, like I didn't I didn't know who the fuck Ric Flair was when he came in with that belt. I was like, "Who the fuck is this old guy with his giant belt?" Like, I didn't like he meant nothing to me. Like, but Sting, like, dude, for and then like. And yeah, like the big joke is like, oh, they had Sting in the rafters, which I remember like going through those times and me and my brother were just like, Jesus Christ, are they ever going to do anything with this fucking guy? But like when he did wrestle, like Sting was always fucking good. It's funny that you mentioned that because again, so with me, I also, I was not a wrestling fan, you know? And I remember this was like peak attitude era time. And I was like hanging out with, uh, it was like my my uncle, like the, the his girlfriend at the time, like me and her kid, we were like 
but I think he was like a year younger than me, but it was like me, him, and then like the kids in his building. And they were like, oh, we're going to play wrestling. And everyone's like, oh, I'm Undertaker. I'm Big Show. I'm Triple H. And I was like, uh, I'm Sting. Because <laughs> yeah. I knew who Sting was. Because it's funny you say knockoff warrior. He was knockoff fucking Crow. Yeah. You know, the Crow had just come out. And like, that was a fucking big thing. And like, holy shit, yeah. this wrestler is the Crow. And yeah, like, I enjoy both. Again, by the time I get into wrestling and I know the Undertaker proper, it is MMA <laughs> Undertaker. Yeah. You know, where he's putting on these fucking cool, good matches, but like, and I've also, also been one where it's like Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker. It's a decent match. It's not the best. It is, it is not even, it is not the best Undertaker WrestleMania match. It is not nowhere near close to the best Shawn Michaels uh, WrestleMania match. Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle is the best fucking, the best WrestleMania match, period. Like I, that is just one of those like I I just like wrestling is subjective and objectively yeah. that match is just the best objectively and subjectively like I I, I would I, I would give it to twelve with fucking Brett but like that's a good argument like I can't like that that's a really good fucking match yeah I like uh yeah well that's a whole like we don't need to go down the Shawn Michaels thing but like yeah man like I yeah it's like uh. I I really agree with that, and I I don't I also don't think it's Taker's best. No, yeah, like he's had bet. I honestly I would I will sit here and say fucking uh, Taker and Batista, Taker and Edge, fucking mm-hmm. two matches way better than his fucking Shawn Michaels matches. His matches with Triple H were honestly, and again, I'm not saying that they're not good, but it's one of those where yeah. it's like let's get off a fucking pedestal again. And I don't have this like association with these like oh grew up with them. I don't give a fuck. Fuck the attitude era. Yeah. I've said it before. I there's I hate absolutely hate the attitude era. It's everything wrong with wrestling now is to blame on that. But yeah, it was one of those where again, you look at you look at the people and that's one of those things too where it's like when i think of one it's just like one's body of work is just substantially better and listen it's not the undertaker's fault that he was forced to fucking work with you know the giant idiots who couldn't wrestle yeah yeah. but it just you know unlike you like i was watching a lot of sting i would argue fucking sting tna stuff is fucking really good like he just he never lost a step you know like undertaker did like undertaker's like you know it's I it just they're both good, but to me it's like Taker couldn't lay Sting's boots. I'm sorry in in every aspect of it. You know, it's just like they're both great, good legends in their own right. Yeah, one yeah, is. I just, also think it, I also think it's like it's not it's not something to compare because they don't wrestle the same style. No, right? like not at all. Like like it it, it really is something completely different. Um. You know, like it's you're like you know, a, a taker match will never like never be even like against John Mike will never be like a Sting match. Um, like Sting is, you know, he's he's just a different fucking style of wrestler. And like, dude, I yeah, that was one of my like, I got to see him in his like tiny little WWE run, and like that was. That was one of the coolest things for me. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I could like being able to say that I could fucking like say that I saw Sting wrestle live was like, fucking fuck yeah! I got to check that off my list. I end up seeing it more, but like at the time, I didn't think I'd ever see it again. So like to to be able to say that like, yeah, I got to see Sting. Like that's fucking cool. Yeah, it's yeah. 
I don't know, it was just funny seeing the the arguments because it's like it, like and listen, I used to be a victim of this where it's like when the only wrestling you know is WWE. Like I remember, dude, I remember we interviewed Warhorse fucking like a long like a, a while ago, and I was having that conversation where he's like a big he you know he was a big WCW guy, and yep. I was just like, I grew up a WWE guy, and yeah. they brainwashed me. It was no this fucking you know this is fucking ugh. WWE or, or WCW no it was fucking it was shit it was garbage and I was like yeah fuck them and then going back and watching so much of like their good stuff because they did have a lot of fucking garbage but right. watching all their good stuff and it's just like oh my god wow like this is great and I just you know it was like the WWE fucking getting into your head about like you know no they're everyone we're the only fucking you know and that's why it's it's a lot of that you know, where it's like yeah. a lot of fucking people only know the one thing, and it's like, well, that's just, you know, that's sort of what you get stuck with. But yeah, well, I, as, uh, like I, as somebody who also lived through both of them, like you know, we especially in that you know the wars era, era uh, I remember like even then, like, and, and don't get me wrong, there is the indoctrin indoctrinization, but I remember even back then, I was just like, yeah. There was like those great fucking, you know, the Ray Eddie match from fucking Halloween Havoc. But dude, and, and look, it's same thing with the fucking, don't get me wrong, it's the same thing on the other channel, right? But there is a lot of fucking dog shit. Like, uh, like, and that's just, I think that's just the fucking case with all everything back then. It was just like, there's one or two things that are, were really good and the rest were dog shit. I remember like, you know, even the shit like when you know the the Vince versus Stone Cold shit, like when that was like, I just remember being like, "This is so stupid!" Like they're they're not gonna fucking wrestle, and like they did, and it was just it was terrible. But it was just like, even then, like I was just I remember being like sixteen, seventeen, and being like, "All right, so we're gonna come out, we're gonna talk for a half an hour, and then all right, and then what? And then oh, it's fucking, we're gonna cut it short, and blah blah blah." Like it was just like it got so formulaic back then, and then it like. To, to turn it on in 2013 when I kicked it back up again and I was like oh my god it's 18 years later and they're still doing the same fucking shit <laughs> yeah I mean three hours um yeah it's it was crazy but yeah I mean like I said there were like dude I I still remember this fucking that dog shit fucking Hogan and Piper match like from I think it was a Halloween havoc but like 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 I just remember Dan <laughs> Darren making fun of fucking hogan like he like it was one of those ones where you know like he's he's about to get it turned on him right so he comes like the slowest walk across the ring like in a double axe handle like like his hands <laughs> above his head like oh i'm coming over here now and then waiting for fucking piper to just like oh into the gut you know and it was just like we we're like what the fuck was that dude like Fuck these old guys. Like, yeah, like, even then it was just like, yeah, give us more Jericho. Give us more Eddie. Like, I mean, this listen, is the shit we want. Yeah, no, that that's why, again, wrestling to me, wrestling now is better than it's ever been. Argue, yeah. go argue with your fucking mom or someone if, if, yeah. if you want to argue with someone because I just, I just, I, I don't care to argue about it. Um, so yeah, so dude, just again, so today is a Super Bowl. Uh, well, actually, today you listening to this now. It's actually uh, Abraham Lincoln's birthday. Which, if you guys want to go buy a Abraham Lincoln micro brawler, <laughs> I saw that and I was like, "Fuck, I kind of want one of those." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 ridiculous, but you know, it 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 is what it is. But um, I hear Abraham Lincoln was a good old man. 
Yeah, he was also a professional wrestler. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, he talked a lot during movie he's, theaters, though. He's the uh, the second president to be a professional wrestler. I think George, George Washington? Huh? No. Number 45. <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, listen, he's the only Hall of Famer. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, what do you call it? Yeah, no, but with... so. Uh, I the one thing the only thing I ever look forward to with like Super Bowl stuff uh-huh. are the trailers and stuff that comes out. Mm-hmm. There is a Deadpool three trailer that's going to be dropping. Oh yeah, I I mean obviously I haven't seen it. Can't wait to mo- check that out Monday morning. Well, I mean it'll pro- I mean it'll probably drop Sunday, yeah night. Yeah, yeah, but, but I'll probably I probably won't watch it until Monday. No, yeah, <laughs> no, but I'm excited about that because yeah, like there's, you know I'm. I'm getting excited about Marvel again. Yeah. Now, like it, it's one of those things where, with me in particular, so yeah, again, you know, it's like I don't, I wouldn't say I've become disenchanted with it. Like I've watched everything that's come out, but I don't know, it just hasn't been hasn't been the best. Again, I enjoyed like I enjoyed Echo, but like, okay, <laughs> what's going on with the main guys? What's going on with yeah. the main girls? Like I just like let's let's bring things back around. And uh, earlier this week, they're because they're, they're filming Daredevil in New York, and so there's been a bunch of stuff, and it just that it just looks so fucking cool. His new costume just looks so fucking it's just so crisp and so cool and shit. Um, and so that kind of got me excited. And then again, you have the Deadpool stuff coming out, and you know, first off, old Tom Wamsgam is he's casting it, so I'm just excited to see what he does in <laughs> in that, but. Yeah, you know, there's a trailer for that that's going to be dropping, so I'm 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 excited, you know. Again, just to see what what it is, what trailers, because uh, actually, I, I meant I brought it up to you right before this earlier in the week. Um, they dropped the trailer for uh, the Knuckles TV show, you know, yeah. if uh, from the Sonic franchise. But what I loved the most was so, like you know, they cast Idris Elba as Knuckles, you know. And so it's like one of these things where they're like, oh, yeah, Knuckles is black. You know, like they're like, it's sort of those things where people are like, yeah, Knuckles is black. Uh, despite the shadow being actually physically black. They're like, no, 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 Knuckles <laughs> is black. He's very black coated. Well, the motherfucker who fucking put this trailer uh, scored it to Knuck If You Buck by Crime Mob. And, and again, I was already sold on this show because yeah. I, I really love that first movie. The second one is good too. But like that first one in particular is just really good. I so I was already in. But when again you score it to a fucking song from my childhood and that song is Nuck If You Buck, I was like, oh, I'm in. I I am fucking <laughs> all in on this. It looks really good. The the this Knuckles trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't checked it out, but I do. I I probably will. This this sounds amazing. So. Yeah, it's. What's uh, it? Uh, what's it going to be on? I think Paramount. Okay. Yeah, Paramount Plus because it's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a Nickelodeon, I think. Yeah. yeah. No, it's good, and you know, like, I'm I'm happy. I'm sure there's still going to be some shitty, like you know, video game into movie movies. But like, I think about like Super Mario was really fun. Mm-hmm. Detective Pikachu was actually really good. And then you know, like the the first two, and I mean the two Sonics also like very good movies. And so I'm I'm happy that we're we're going in the direction now. I mean even look at like The Last of Us the show, you know, again it's like they're sort of yeah doing and it. I've, I've I've heard that Halo one is good. 
Uh, I I haven't watched it, but I know they said they I forgot who it was. Uh, they said Bokeem Woodbine is in it. I'm a big fan of of okay, of yeah. him of of the actor. So I I've, yeah. uh, I've also never played the Halo games, so I don't. You know, I I don't really yeah. know what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Xboxes Xboxes for goons. Yeah, but I, I know there was like talks of both a Bioshock and God of War like series. Like a, like a live action series, which if, if you guys have yeah. played, I mean, I think God of War, I, I didn't finish this one, so I can't really say it, but like God of War 4, mm-hmm. best video game I've ever played. Like just the story told, the game, like everything about, like it, I would, I, I don't think you can give anything a 10 out of 10. I would <laughs> give that absolutely without a, without yeah. a shadow of a doubt, 10 out of 10, like. Again, it looks so fucking beautiful. The story makes sense. The story told, like it is the character progression. Like it is, it is to the point where again, like if you, you could pick it up having not played any of the games before, because yeah. it's its own separate story. It's its own separate thing now. You know they they give you enough about like yeah, this guy used to be you know the fucking the ghost of Sparta, the fucking god of war, and they do, it very much reminded me of Creed, where like. It's set, you know, like you, you, yeah, you get more out of it if you have a little bit of history on it. And when they fucking finally play the dun da da dun da da dun da da dun, you know, you're like, holy shit, like the fucking, like I literally, I'm getting goosebumps now, you know, <laughs> thinking about it. There's a very similar scene in this God of War game where, you know, it's it's a whole new thing, and it in the God of War traditionally he has his his blades, you know, the mm-hmm. the blades of Sparta, but in this again, it's a whole separate thing. So he has. He has an axe. It's like fucking kind of like Thor's axe. Yeah. They have yeah. a fucking cutscene where like he at his most dire moment, he's just like, oh, fuck. And you and again, I and I just completely forgot about it. But you hear like the old fucking God of War music start to play. And he's just like, I I put this life behind me, but fuck, I need to go get my son. And he's just putting on these fucking things. And it's like all these memories of him like all the people he killed, all the gods he killed, his family that he fucking killed. And it's yeah. just like, it is that moment. It is very much that fucking moment in Creed yeah. where you hear the dun, 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 dun start yeah. to play. And it's just like, ah, oh. but it's, it's again, it, it's such a good fucking game. So it's like, it's almost one of those. I was like, I hope they just leave it alone. Don't even, yeah. don't even make anything of it. But, um, yeah, no, again, it's they're they're, they're doing good with these, uh, you know, with these things oh oh actually i'll save that for the patreon because I, I i do have a, a, a patreon for the uh yeah for the patron readers because i did have a note I'm, I'm just like looking at my notes in here there there is something that i forgot to mention but that'll be referenced uh you know, <laughs> at the end um okay. oh also they're re-releasing star wars episode one in theaters oh which i'm very excited about i mean i've always been a defender of you know the, that that og trilogy and episode one two and three yeah. You know? Um, yeah. And the first time I went to go see episode one, we were late by like five minutes. So I'm, I'm excited <laughs> to go watch it in theaters, you know? I'm t- like, again, say what you will about that fucking movie. But when fucking Duel the Fate starts to play and they fucking fight Darth Maul, fucking oh, Obi-Wan no, and Qui-Gon. Yeah. It's a, it's that like, there's there's just a, a few things that could get cut from that movie and you know maybe even i don't know but like no it besides that i think 
I think the long pod racing scene and, you know, obviously Andy's favorite character, Jar Jar, like those two, you know, let's just let's just shrink the participation of both of those a little bit. And uh, I think it's a great movie. I will say there's this. I don't know if it's still online, but I watched it like two years ago, probably now, maybe even three years ago. There was like this. Uh, somebody did like this supercut of the first three movies. And it was like basically like. If you were to watch a, if you were to go into episode four and it was like previously on Star Wars, it was that. Like it was a, it was like a two and a half hour movie, but it was all the important shit you needed, all the good shit, like all, like just no filler. It was just called like, I want to say it was called like Dawn of the Jedi or something like that. And dude, it was so fucking like, it was like so concise. Like, yeah, this is the way to watch this. Topher Grace a few years ago. Mm-hmm. he did a thing where like and obviously he can't show it but like he yeah. edited like each of the trilogies into one long movie yeah yeah and i've always heard like oh fuck like that just that sounds interesting because i like yeah. it used to be on vimeo and i'm so mad that i didn't watch it but uh someone had edited breaking bad into a movie oh, wow yeah and like my buddy was like it's pretty good like, you know, like, according yeah. to him, again, I never watched it. Someone's probably like, no, I saw it. It was dog shit. But, like, according to him, like, they cover all their bases. And, like, it was actually, like, pretty fucking decent. And yeah, that, I don't even know how you would with, like. And, and honestly, it might be like, oh, they did all of, like, season one. And then maybe yeah. season two, you know, and, yeah. and, and so on. But, like, I remember him saying something of that where, like, they made it work. And I'm like, oh, yeah. that's fucking, that's yeah. interesting. It is interesting, but yeah, that would be cool to see. Um, yeah, there's uh, like officially, like this is actually like they, it's been out on, like I think AMC. I don't know if it was like AMC like did it or like you know, and I, I it had to have had Coppola's blessing. But there is a there is a version of the Godfather's called the Godfather Saga, and yeah, it's it's told chronologically instead of like how the Godfathers are told by the movies. So like. It starts with fucking De Niro and fucking Italy and, you know, and it's it's kind of goes in that order, which is I think is really fucking cool. And it's a it's a it's a cool like obviously watch if you've never seen these movies, watch them the way they came out and then go do this shit. But like, I think uh, I think if you just want to catch up, like that's a really cool version of it. Yeah, I like it's it's one of those things where like. Oh, do I watch the MCU movies in fucking this order that Disney Plus? It's like no, watch them in the order that they fucking came out. Yeah, <laughs> go go. Iron Man, Hulk, fucking Thor, Captain America, Iron Man two, or no, Iron mm-hmm. Man two, then Captain America, then Avengers. Like watch them like that. Like yeah, especially, it, like, especially again if you've never watched these things like that. I was actually just thinking about that the other day because it's like, like if you were to just like show your kid like, like Star Wars. And that's the because I was thinking about that. Like, if you were just like, okay, we're just gonna watch one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Like that scene in five, the you know the famous "No, Luke, I am your father." Like that, you'd be like, yeah, I already knew that. Yeah. Like, like it's not a fucking mind blowing thing. You're just like, like. Like like it was when you first watched it. Like so, yeah, you kind of have to watch these movies for the first time as they're told, 
and get him. And then, I, you know, like, I just, re- well, I kind of stopped. I need to get back on it. But I started going through the Star Wars whole fucking, actually, after after watching Ahsoka, where I was just like, yeah, I kind of want to watch. So I just like, you know what? I've never done this. Let's let's watch chronologically. Mm-hmm. So I started going through it. So I, yeah, I did that myself, like, a, a while back, where it's like I went yeah. through, like, I went through them chronologically. And, yeah, like, it works. Because, again, to me it's that it's like because if you're fucking starting chronologically you start with fucking captain marvel it's a fucking dog shit movie don't start with cap you know that that will turn you away from the mcu you know that's like no start proper with iron man like it's Mm -hmm. it it is just you know the way to go um but yeah i listen i i don't i think it's just episode one that they're showing but i'm gonna fucking be there yeah yeah that would be it'd be a cool experience i i did see i did see i think the only one i didn't see in the theater in my lifetime was three everything else i went and saw it was just uh i think i was like i want to say when three came out that was like right as as i was about to move to florida and shit so it was just like not a good time to go see it um but yeah i saw one like one and two and then Seven, eight, nine, and all the sub movies after or since two. Or well, listen. If anything, we can rent out a movie theater, invite a bunch of our friends, and we can just watch it together. Hell yeah! Do you have a, like a list of people you'd want to bring? Oh, do I? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, which is if I'm going to bring in anyone, it's going to be uh, the wonderful patrons of the show, as of course they they help keep this show running. Um, and uh, yeah, so Norm, so the, our, the first person I would invite, he had a very special message. He came by the shop, fucking the lovely Clifford Frazier. He was on his way to go see the Chicago Rat Hole. I I saw him. I saw the picture. Yeah, he he came by and he was like, uh, you know, he came by to pick up some stuff, and I, you know, just always lovely to see him. Love love yeah. Clifford Frazier, but you know, he came by. We're we're chatting it up. He was talking to me and Castro, and he was just like, oh yeah, that um. What do you call it? He, you know, he was going to go watch, the, he was going to go see the rat hole. And we're like, fuck yeah, dude. And, uh, yeah, I saw him post the pictures like afterwards. And I was just like, hell yeah, that, that's my fucking guy right there. Um, but he, 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 he needed, he may, he wanted me to make a note. Cause of course, if you listen to the episode, I talk about, you know, X amount of balls, you know, per, uh, for, per the, the, the manscaped ad. Well, he had a correction. He's like, there's, he's like, statistically, because he's like, some, People are born with only one ball. It's actually thirteen point five million sets of balls. Oh, yeah. So I, mean, I just love that. I was just like, "It's my fucking guy right here." It's my fucking guy, Clifford <laughs> Frazier. Uh, much like my guy Jesse Kohlenberg, Joshua Davis, uh, Neil Flanagan, Jonathan Mayer, Hot Topic Joe, Ryan Crossley, Vivian Urbina. Oh yeah, I was like, oh, I'm like in shout my head. Out Vivian, shout out Vivian. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I in my mind, I was just like, oh, I'm gonna, then I'm gonna follow it up with if you want to, you know, which you know, she will join me this week, this Friday over here at the Patreon. Uh, you know, again reviewing uh, Fifty First Dates and uh, shout out uh, my Godfather Jesus. Shout out Jesus. <laughs> uh, Rachel Sayarto, um, Lil uh, Patrick Swayze. No, I've called you that yeah. before. A little. Uh, Oh, that Patrick Swayze is the OG. I was about to say Kevin Spacey, but no, 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 not not that. <laughs> no, no, please don't. Uh, little little Hall and Oates. 
Uh, <laughs> Lucy Salgado, Lupe Dominguez, the Kings of Sport podcast, Darren Kissler, and Steve Grows Weed. Drew, what do you guys got going on uh, over this week at the uh, the draft pod? Oh, oh, it's a good one. So anytime we get get to be creative. So this is a round two, and I believe it was 2018 or 19. We did a special Valentine's th- uh, edition where, listen, I don't know if you know this, but you can custom, you can go online and get customized candy hearts made. Really? Yeah, you know those ones like to say "Be Mine" and stuff. Um, you get 13 spaces to do so, and so that's what we did, and we we're gonna do that again, and. I already uh I I know there's a couple I already have in mind and last time it, like honestly listening back I don't know if I'd make some of the same jokes I made then. Uh let's see how this one goes. Let me just say I've uh I'm a different man than I was back then. Uh yeah, I mean listen, we grow. We grow we yeah. grow as people. So at least I can listen and admit it, you know? Yeah, listen, it's not as bad as the disparaging things that James had to say about, you know, the Monster Mash on yeah. last week's episode <laughs> of the Draft Pod, so it should be fine. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, again, once again, if if you love hearing this and you want to hear some some more of myself and, and Drew, tune in to, uh, you know, uh, Scrump and Drew's Music Box here, mm-hmm. and you can uh, hear our Valentine's Day playlist, again, consisting of yeah. Beyonce, Kanye West, Manu Chao, Kiss... Penny in the Quarters, Childish Gambino, Otis Redding, and Jimmy Eat World. And uh, yeah, this Friday at the Patreon, myself, Vivian, 51st date. Uh, looks like we're running out of things to say here at the PWT cast, Drew. So for this week's episode, I've been Scrump. And I've been Drew. And this is a friend of the show, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. Unfortunately, we've run out of things to say. And so, well, we must bid you adieu. So, until next time at the PWT's cast, goodbye and good night. Bang. Bang.